Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church in South Bend, Indiana. We're glad you joined us. And at the table with me today is Pastor Ben, Tara, Missy, and Pastor Jim. And my name is John Reynas. And of course, we're also glad to have you. If you're on the go, thanks for listening. If you happen to have a minute to sit, you may want to open your Bible or Bible app to today's passage, which is Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. Before we read the passage, let's pray together. And Pastor Jim, would you open us in prayer? Sure, let's pray. We thank you, Lord, for your love for us. We thank you that uh, you've called us to uh, great things. You've called us out of darkness into light, and you've you've called us to be a, a blessing to others. And even in these difficult times, Lord, I pray that you would help us to continue to be a blessing to each other, because we thank you that you're a blessing to us at all times. So bless us now as we consider your word. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. In Ephesians chapter 4, we're challenged to live a life that is worthy, worthy of Jesus Christ. And so today, we're encouraging you and challenging you to live a worthy life. So to get us started, what would each of you say that you excel at? Maybe not what you would say you excel at, but what would others, other people that know you, could be a spouse, could be a family member, friend, coworker, what would others say you excel at? Anybody willing to venture an answer? My husband, Jim, excels at sports and at being witty. It's a witty boy. Now, everybody, nobody realizes they're listening to this podcast. They don't realize our stories beforehand talking about how witty he was beforehand. I, th I think he said he was something about being witless or half-witted or... Half-witted, I think. Yeah. I think when he says he turns out the lights, he's a dimwit. I'm not sure, but... <laughs> now, Missy is the most people person I've ever met. I, she can she can run in. Everybody's nodding their head. Yes. She is... Uh, she can go into a... A group of people, she has no idea who any of them are and never met them in their lives. And she can walk out of there being a friend to every single person there. She's uh, the friendliest person I know. Thank you. Anybody else? I think Leah would say that I'm creative. Um, I have a tendency to take an idea that she has and put it together in something that uh, she likes. And so, um, whether it's taking like a picture or making a banner or just whatever. She, she thinks she leans on me for the creative side of some things. So don't all of us Ben. <laughs> Tara, anything that people would say you excel at? Well, I don't know. I'm not good about figuring out what I'm good at, but <laughs> um. you're great at writing children's themes and Bible schools and you think biblically yes well thank you yeah and I would say you have the gift of faith 
-hmm. Like you have confidence in God to be present and at work in each and every situation. And, and John, uh, you're the most practical person I've ever met in my life, I think. <laughs> you, uh, yes, you. Very practical. You know, when you think, um, I can remember us griping at you about not getting a worship leader. And you just, and, it's, and, and we were thinking, come on, we got to get a worship leader here. Got to get one. And you just waited and waited until we got the right one. And, uh, but you were very practical. When did he show up? <laughs> well, he goes right before you, Ben. And then he I was going to say. <laughs> well, the reason we asked that question today, what do you excel at, is because in this passage of Scripture, in Ephesians chapter 4, there's something we're to excel at, and that is living a life worthy of the calling we've received. We're to excel at living a worthy life for Jesus. And so just kind of an open-ended question here as we look at this passage what does a worthy life look like? Paul wrote this, and uh, he was a prisoner, and he had taken a lot of abuse for, um, for the life he lived. But he had, and he explains in another place, he had all kinds of reasons to be proud. But uh, in the midst of that, what does a worthy life look like? Verse 7 begins, it's completely humble. Paul was humble, even though he had so much going for him. He was gentle and he was patient. And he's calling us to be those things as well. Reminds me of the song, Always Be Humble and Kind. That's not always easy. Right. I like that phrase, bearing with one another in love. And um, the idea of really putting up with one another. It's not always easy to put up with other people. Especially uh, this time of the year, the time of our, in our lives, right? <laughs> well, for some, it's probably easier than others. Most of us have it pretty easy. So uh, we're blessed to, to have good families uh, to put up with. But to put up with one another in love, um, sometimes we realize, especially I think in church, when you go to church, not everybody thinks like you. Not everybody acts like you and values the same things that you value. And uh, I don't know if Ben's ever experienced it, having being a, a worship leader and doing music, but amazingly, not everybody likes the same music in church. <laughs> and I mean, you can just go down the list. Not everybody likes the same pink colors on the walls. And, and you, not everybody likes the same types of sermons or different things. And you just, I hear that phrase, bear with one another in love. And, and you know, I think that's part of what it means to live worthy of Christ is he said, hey, I put, you're a part of my family now, and these are your brothers and sisters in Christ, and learn to put up with each other. Even when you would, you would do it differently, and you would like it differently, learn to put up with each other. The and, church uh, we were at right before we came to Gospel Center uh, was mainly an elderly congregation, but we had a lot of Bethel students. And of course, the elderly people wanted all hymns, and the college kids wanted choruses. And so Jim figured out a way to solve that. And we started having breakfast together. And people would say, well, I don't really like that song, but I know that Lindsay really likes that song. So I, it's okay. And so it was neat to see the unity once they got to know each other, that they accepted uh, what the other's um, tastes were. And that, the passage kind of goes there, doesn't it? As 
it talks about that unity as you read on. There's one body, one spirit. You're called the one hope that you're called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And um, our unity isn't in liking the same things or having same personalities, styles, or interests. Our unity is in Jesus, that there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. That's what unifies us. And that's part of what it means to live a worthy life. Is and the concluding part of that says, and one God and Father over all who is over all and through all and in all. If he's in each one of us, then that's the unity that we need to have. And that's what we can put up with each other, even when uh, we don't necessarily agree with each other. Yeah, you know, I, I like this verse and this section. I mean, really this whole section, because I mean, you read the whole chapter four and it's just awesome. But I really come back to that unity. And when you kind of peruse it, John was right, that unity in Christ. And it just makes me think of how important it is that we get Christ right. Um, treating each other the way Christ would treat us. Maybe you hear my dogs. I don't think there's a lot of unity over there right now. Um, but, you know, there's, there's lots of room for preference if we all come back to Jesus. And, and I think that that's so important, especially nowadays when we uh, we're influenced from so many different sides. If we can find people that agree on Jesus, then there's a lot that we can be unified about. It's been said there's a lot more that unifies Christians than should ever divide them. Right. And so we have a lot in common when we have Jesus as our Savior. But any other thoughts? What does it mean to live a worthy life looking at this passage? I feel like I'm talking a lot, but okay. Um, I like the idea of defending that unity. Like we're to fight for each other, even when we don't agree with each other. Kind of like what Missy was talking about that, you know, it might not be one person's style of music to sing a hymn or to sing a contemporary song, but we fight for each other by recognizing that others worship differently. And we should help them do that. And us being one is more important than maybe us having a particular preference. And it says to make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit. So we have a challenge here. Um, and that sounds like work. <laughs> and, we've, and we've got to work at loving each other. Right. Mm -hmm. if, if you were here for our previous uh, People Pleaser podcast, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> It sounds like to me that we might not always agree on everything, but the one thing we should always fight for is not to agree, but to be unified and to love each other. Right. We're not called to uniformity. We're not called to unanimity. We're called to uni unity. And that's important to remember the distinction. And that's part of what it means to live a worthy life. And we want to encourage people today that as they live their lives, they should live them worthy of Jesus Christ. So live a worthy life today. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. God bless.